John, nothing disappears from the internet. Nothing disappears from the internet, Travis. Which is and scary you know, because, John, I... We've put some stuff out on the internet. Yes, there are some <laughs> lewd things. We've... <laughs> We've we've done things we've done things to the internet, <laughs> such as um, uh, our former podcast, yeah. and also this podcast, and also Travis. Um, uh, this pop yes, this podcast, which we call um, Mean Girls, Mean Interrupted. Girls Interrupted. It's a movie and review podcast. Uh, yes, we review movies together on the internet here um for you for all of you today. sorry everyone we started off very <laughs> it started off very um i loved it i loved uh the vibe of that you did chaos i love i i yeah, have i told that you, you live that for chaos I, I live for chaos i uh, i'm driven by chaos yeah driven and by uh, um, daisy driving miss daisy yes yes i feed on chaos you do. okay yeah <laughs> yeah yes and um and pubic and hair chaos and pubic hair that's what you think <laughs> you know what, you, it's a balanced at diet the, at, at the <laughs> at the top of last episode last week's episode you totally kicked it off with a pube joke did as well. I? did you know that did I really <laughs> yes yes you did <laughs> wait a minute so you're consistent we are consistent we are creatures of habit here on the podcast i don't know how um, i feel about that yeah, it was something about something about some lady's pubes or something, or some lady made out of pubes or something. Was there a lady made out of pubes? Honestly, that would know. be hilarious. That'd be a nice little um, <laughs> like imagine that as <laughs> imagine that as a monster, just like a giant right. pube monster. Exactly, <laughs> but it has arms I and would, legs and a head. It was just pubes. <laughs> that is basically what cousin it is. Wait, if you think think about I'm it, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I wonder what conditioner cousin it used. I mean, it looked like a synthetic situation. Oh yeah, it's probably a uh, male <clears throat> pattern baldness. So it was just like a. Imagine if they used real human hair for the cousin it in the original Adams that family. Been awesome. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Expensive. Very. Um. Anyway, so this is our <laughs> po- re- movie review podcast. So it's episode ten, I think, of season one. And Are we already to ten? Yes, we are. Dang. We're 10 weeks into this. Binge, do you like how I said this dang? is a very dang? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I always say, John, I'm going to try my. But the question is, did you like I, it? See, this episode, I'm going to try not to swear. <laughs> well, this is a very rated R. It is a rated uh, R podcast, podcast, but I've explicit. It is explicit, but I'd rather make dick jokes than say the F word. Do you know what I mean? I have I, to pick, I I have to pick one or the other. True, true. Because I mean, we we are attracting sponsors here. We are we're attracting um, major cash. Oh, speaking of major <laughs> cash, we are attracting cash here. Let me tell you, we oh. got an email for all of you out there. Let me say this at the top. Hi, if you're new here, welcome. Also, all of our Aussie friends, we see you. By the way. We got Aussie friends. We have, it's so weird. Our subscribers come from a lot of, a lot of places. There's someone in, nice. Cam- where do they come from? John, there's because someone you, in Cambo. I don't, I don't have the password for oh, our Oh no, you do. So. But I forgot it. Yeah. I may have forgotten it as well. Cause I don't know if I saved okay. it. So I'm going to have to probably <laughs> change it. But with that being All said, right. um, we have someone from Cambodia, only one, which is random. 
Nice. So hi, uh, our Cambodian Shout friend. out. So for all of you that are new here, hi. If you haven't subscribed or followed on whatever, wherever you get your podcast, because they do different we're, things. We're, we're literally everywhere. We're all over people, the place. People want us. People want us. They want to listen. Your dad wants us. Um, yeah. And if your dad wants us, I mean, what better than that? Send us an email at meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. And tell us, um, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to tell us, but tell us. (laughs) Tell us something. Oh, also, you can send us a recommendation if you want us to watch a movie. We will. Um, Yeah, because we're going to like run out of it. Well, we never run out of ideas. We're a wealth of creativity. Yes, we have a wealth of a well, a well and wealth. Honestly, some wells run. A fountain. John, some wells (laughs) run dry. (laughs) They do. They do. Because you know what? That little Kimberly, she's stuck in that well. She drank all that water. Honestly, if you get stuck in a well and you have no water, you may as well drink your way out of it. You better learn to climb, honey. So, oh, but what I was going to say is, Um, um, (laughs) speaking of money, you said we we are trying to attract money. So Ramona emailed us. Uh, hi, Ramona. Ramona Gray. Ramona, I love Ramona her. Gray. Um, okay. That's a great yeah, name. Yeah, it is. But I think it's fake. And here's why. Because she said, I got your name and contact information in my search for an existing relative of our late customer. Please let me know if I can give you detailed information via this medium. I await your Oh, quick you, so response, we're being scammed. Mrs. Ramona. So Mrs. Oh, so Ramona's Ramona scam tree. Yes. That should be her real so, name. So uh, Mrs. Ramona. Um, How dare you? You know what? <laughs> Save your energy. Mm-hmm, I don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You. It should, it should be. It's not Ramona. It's actually pronounced Robota. A robot. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you're going to. There's nobody. No, there's nobody typing no, at a keyboard. No, for no, that. no. That was spam. Uh, so the robots are coming at us. <laughs> the, the robot uprising is coming via scam emails and robo. Also, why can't we have someone pop into our emails to give us money from an old dead relative? And here's why I know it's not real, because I don't have a uh, that's not true. I have some wealthy relatives, but I don't <laughs> talk to them and they don't talk to me and they would never give me money. <laughs> so nor do you want to talk. No, to them, I okay? actually don't. So, yeah. Their lives. Anyway, like, comment, subscribe up at the top. That's our call to action for you, please, if you want to. Also, leave us a review. Now that we've bantered, now that we now that we've bantered, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's get into it. We have to. Oh, John, what movie are we? Oh, I said last week, but let's remind everyone, John, what movie this is. We are. We have watched independently, and we have uh, chosen to review the hit two thousands movie, The Cell, starring Jennifer Lopez or J Lo. Oh, don't forget uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn and another Vince, but Vincent D'Onofrio, who I saw at the movie theater that's now closed down the way. You saw Vincent D'Onofrio there? Get this. I saw Vincent D'Onofrio hanging out with, you guess who who he he was hanging out with. Who he was hanging? Who he was seeing the movie Parasite in theaters with. Parasite? This is the last time you saw him there before that movie theater closed down. Okay. Yeah, so the the Korean yeah, yeah, yeah. movie, very the popular one that won movie, the Oscars, um, brilliant yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. which we actually need to do. John, can I tell you, I've never watched it. Oh, then you're gonna. I've been be meaning prepared, to watch it. Be prepared for excellence, okay. for mastery, yeah, yeah, yeah. for all the things. Are but guess who Vincent De, Vincent D'Onofrio is hanging out with? I, can I get Edward um, Furlong? Absolutely oh. not, but I wouldn't be surprised. 
Um, no, it was uh, Kristen Bell. What? Yeah, it was Kristen Bell. Where so, was Dax? Uh, Dax and I, uh, right next to me. We were sitting right no, outside I mean the theater. No, I mean Dax Shepard. Oh. <laughs> but no, he was there too. Um, but he was like grabbing popcorn. And um, uh, yeah, so I basically saw Parasite with Vincent D'Onofrio, Kristen Bell, and Dax Shepard. You should have said, hey, are these seats taken? <clears throat> so sorry. They sat right in front of they us. They did? Yeah, John, it was crazy. So freaking weird. I loved it. That's why I loved that theater because you it just was see like, celebrities all the time. Yeah, I saw my favoriteest uh, creature performer, oh, which yes, is like the, a deep cut. Yeah, what's his name? This <clears throat> guy? Is it Hans? <clears throat> uh, no, but they're like compete. They're like dueling banjos. Basically, you know who I'm talking about, though, right? I do know who you're talking about, but this was uh, Javier Botet, oh. who who is that's known a hot for name. His, I know, right? But like, uh, uh, and so he, um, what do I call it? He works a lot with with um, a do 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 Guillermo del Toro as oh. well. He's in. He did some Crimson Peak. Oh, work. that's a John. That movie. It's, yeah. Oh wait, no, he did not do Crimson Peak. He did uh, Mama. Oh, dude. Okay, that movie was a trip, yeah. dude. That that story went places and I'm like commendable because uh, usually like horror, supernatural horror is like very thin, yeah. but they had like backstory going on. They had a prologue with the children, but we're not reviewing no, that movie. We're doing today, the cell. We? Sorry, you guys. We this <laughs> When John and I start talking you guys about have to movies, tell us. you guys have to chime in and tell us. Okay? Tell, Otherwise, we're just going to tell us to keep it together. (laughs) (laughs) Reel us back in. We're going to reel ourselves Uh, back in today because we've been talking for 10 minutes and we've gotten nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so we're reviewing the cell star. Jennifer Lopez is so pretty. So pretty. John, can I tell you, I truly thought the same thing. Like I just, I like, it's like common knowledge, obviously. And like, everybody knows that, but there's just like moments where like, I'm just like slapped with it. I'm just like, whoa, like how is she? how is she? She is very, very beautiful. Like no like, joke. How how is this how is this person even alive? Like, of course she's a fucking megastar. Like, duh. Like it just makes all the sense in the world and good for her. Because I she would not like you can't see her working at like the gas station or the corner no, store. Absolutely not. She's not going to be like checking out your groceries. Like, no, no, like this is a superstar. Like, it's just crazy anyway. But um, she needs to take some acting classes. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Riding on those looks, hunty. Um, anyway, so this is uh, directed by Tarsum Singh, um, who I think did a pretty amazing job with this movie. Um, in my opinion, this was his first major movie. Yeah, he comes from a uh, commercial work, and uh, doing commercials and he still does today. He does. Yeah. Well, let me tell yeah, you, he still does commercials. He gained notoriety from an R.E.M. music video. Which one? Um, I can actually tell you. Was it that? No, it was uh, losing my religion. Oh, OK, so he did. I don't know he one. did losing <laughs> my religion. You know that song. Oh. You know the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did. I did do some research and he did do uh, music videos. He did like, um, oh, which one? Um, why am I spacing on it? Oh, my God. I should have had this pulled up already in Vogue. He like got nominated for like um, 
uh, something for for his uh, in vogue video. Oh. That's like a long time ago. Wow, long time ago. Um, and this movie was a long time ago. It was twenty two years. Well, ago. it was. It was two thousand. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was written by Mark Pro, uh, Protosevich, uh, who, uh, according to his IMDb page, has never written for television. I, f- I found that a very fascinating detail in his filmography. And he has done uh, several different things that you may oh. know. He's not like a household name. Um, he did another two th- early aughts movie called uh, Poseidon. Yep. He did the the uh, American um, adaptation of the hit movie Old Boy, which the original Old Boy get into it. Revenge, revenge action. Uh, it's amazing. And also he wrote the adaptation for I Am Legend, which was a very big old blockbuster. Yes, it was. And also he was a script consultant on 2015's Jurassic World. So he's working. Oh, Jurassic World wasn't good. Uh, no, it was not. So, <laughs> that was not a good movie. <laughs> no. And you know what else wasn't? Poseidon. Um, which is like, they're on like a cruise at like, it's the end of the world with the floods and stuff. I don't oh, know. But anyway. Didn't watch it. Uh, so, but he wrote the screenplay for the first Thor film. Well, I actually did like that one. Uh, yeah, it's different because I, I, at the time of this recording... Uh, Thor Love and Thunder is now out, which I do want to see. Yeah, me as well. I love Tessa John, Thompson. John, I was just going to say the same thing. Can I just tell you, I have had an unhealthy obsession with Tessa Thompson. Come on the show, please. Thank um, you so also, much. Also, did you watch her Hot Ones interview? I John, did. John, it just makes you want to fall. It, I just, you fall so much further in love with her when you watch her. She's so yeah. smart. Uh, yeah, she's, I mean, she's... Just she's she gorgeous, just has dude. that thing. She's got it. She has that star situation, natural star, effortless star, yeah. fashion east. I couldn't. I couldn't see her doing anything else. Did you see her Giorgio Armani um, uh, sword suit? Uh, no. <laughs> you gotta take a look. Okay. It's like this crazy. Has like this amazing like cutout at the hip. It's crazy. But anyway, um, she's. The love of my life. How did we start talking about her? (laughs) (laughs) Should we just talk about her today? The writer, it's like, it's just going to be like six (laughs) degrees of Tessa Thompson today. (laughs) Because the writer of The Cell wrote the original Thor. And we're recording this at the time that Thor Love and Thunder is out in theaters. Okay. I I knew we would find out. (laughs) We climbed the ladder. (laughs) But we're going to link it right to Natalie Portman, too, because they starred in Annihilation together, and that's where they became friends. Okay, I love that. That is actually a great story. Oh, how did you become friends with Natalie Portman? Oh, and and also it's going to be seven degrees of me because (laughs) Annihilation is based off of the Jeff Vandermeer trilogy. And that is somebody who I have met and have been given permission to do a certain thing writerly wise. And I hope it goes places. John, so do I, because let me tell you what, that's actually quite incredible. And that's going to be uh, eight separations of oh, me. Wait, also, wait, wait, because I'm friends yes. with you and I'm going to end up watching whatever that is. <laughs> and also you link directly back to Tessa Thompson because you are best friends with me and I'm best friends with you. Uh-huh. And I have actually ran into Tessa Thompson in person twice. At Whole Foods. 
at, at Gelson's, which is it. like a rich That's person's That's what I meant. That's thing. the one. Yeah. At the, at the Gelson's that I live by in my we neighborhood. We went to that she Gelson's. Lives, yes. So she lives in my neighborhood somewhere. And she was shopping for the sushi that they have there. And she, um, I saw her and this was the second occurrence that I saw her. And I was like, holy shit. Her everyday outfit is also incredibly fashionable and cute. Good for you. Um, she was already being bombarded by a fan. At the store? So, at Let the, the store. girl buy her celery shit. Yeah, Sorry, no cussing. So I don't swear. She was kind. Her, her body language was very much like, I'm tired. Uh, like, I probably just got off of work and I don't want to talk right now. But, um, uh, but I'm going to talk to you anyway. And so, yeah, that was very nice for her. But anyway, um, uh, I was picking out a, um, a, a, radish. a frozen pizza. Oh. A frozen pizza oh, next to Sorry, her. I thought you were buying radishes. Oh, it was a refrigerated pizza, actually. Like a little, a little handheld oh. one. They have really good, it has, it's like a corn, um, uh, a crushed corn um, crust. It's so delicious. Oh buttery but anyway first time i saw her was at the at my job she was in um we were doing special yeah, for, effects Westworld, for westworld i remember and and she uh came all the way out to fucking nowhere to get her her body casted um um uh, in in silicone making like a copy of her of her yeah yeah of her bust and head uh for whatever because I, I think she was getting um i think she's like burned a lot in that one. Oh, I haven't <laughs> so, yeah. I have not watched it. Yeah. Um but anyway, uh so she um she was very curious about the inner workings of what we did there. She was like natural like very curious. And so she was looking By into curious our mold. Even. Yeah, so she was like looking into our mold shop. We had like this big like door window. And I was like walking to get something that was by that door. And I look, we were face to face. She saw me. I saw her. And she was like being told what goes on there. And she was very interested. And then I, and then I just immediately looked away because, yeah, you, I was, I had, I had to be professional. Can you imagine if job. you looked right straight at her and you just flipped her off? Just, I mean, <laughs> just to do it. But then you laugh, but then you laugh and she laughs too. And you guys are besties she, I now. I think she would laugh. She probably would have Anyway, laughed. come on the show, Tessa Thompson. Tessa, we okay, love you. We're talking, we're talking about, about the, the cell today. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Me her. too. Um, so we share that obsession. Yeah. Every time she comes out with a movie, it just reignites Can my you just email her. her manager, please? I, I have emailed her um, agent a couple of times about things. Who's also very nice. Well, her name's Olive, and she was I, like, "Yeah." Like, by the way, I love that like, name. Uh -huh. I think Olive Me is one too. of the cutest names. And Poppy, yeah, I, I think Poppy is such a cute name too. Are you doing Popeye and Olive right now? No, I actually Popeye and Olive oil. <laughs> no, but I love that you brought the, I, John. Your brain. Six degrees. Of okay, Popeye how are we here? Oil. We have uh, to get know. to the cell. <laughs> is this our review of the cell? Is that? We were just that not interested in it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. Anyway, so the cell, <coughs> the synopsis. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, it was released um, by New Line Cinema. <laughs> and it did very well in the theaters. John, it, it made uh, a lot of money. Right, because... It fucking, made so much um, money. Because she is a fucking powerhouse, this... Jennifer Lopez at the as also at the time 2000 this came out in the year 2000 she was also cross-sectioning into her 
hit music career that we are still feeling the, the effects of today. <laughs> uh, John, I don't know. If, listen, waiting for tonight, that music video with the lasers, I was yeah. obsessed. I was obsessed. I, that was like whenever that was like peak dance house like stuff. And it was like waiting for tonight. Whoa. You know, because we all, can say we say, actually uh, copyright. We can't sing any further and I can't <laughs> sing any better. So I'm not going to. My main critique of this film, which I'll get into after. So here's here's a very short rundown of the of the synopsis. OK, so Jennifer Lopez, she's this she's a psychologist who uh, works in this cutting edge state of the art technology, sci fi fantasy um a medical facility which allows her to be trans her consciousness to be transplanted into a patient's um conscious unconscious uh life inner inner life a uh, dream life if you will uh because to try to coax them out of a um a psychosis a catatonic psychosis and so um uh that's her job cool job uh and she and um, aside from her, uh, the Vincent D'Onofrio plays our villain and he is a crazy ass psychopath and he is killing ladies. He's killing ladies. John, he looks like he looks like the um, what's his face. Why can I remember his name? This pisses me off. Jeffrey Dahmer. No. OK, <laughs> he looks like he has the Dahmer. He has a Dahmer do, but he looks like Javier Bardem. He has the Daisy Dahmer no, do. Javier Bardem in No Country for Old <gasps> Men. Yes. Oh my God. You're completely Which by right. the way, No Country for Old Men is an amazing book. By the Love way, it. such a great book. If you have not read it, the movie's amazing and too, but the book is a, fucking a, fantastic. I said that with a PH. I don't deft, swear. It's a, it's a deft movie adaptation. Different than the book. Love the book. I love the book. Loving, loving the but book. But I also love the movie. I also love the movie too. That's what, that's what it should be. The Movie adaptations of books should be a different creature, however, very awesome in its own right. Uh, much like the this is controversial, but the movie Annihilation, completely different from the book series. Book series, mind blowing. Check it out. Um, anyway, um, uh, yeah, so he's killing ladies in in a grueling way. He's got his whole serial killer M.O., um, his like calling cards. The FBI have been. The FBI played and led by um, Vince Vaughn, who is um, uh, quite attractive in this film. In my, I was going to say that. Also, I have to say this. He sought uh, this role. He actually sought this role because he was trying to break away Whoa. from his comedic roles. Yeah, yeah. It was um, this was like the first time I remember seeing this movie on DVD. <laughs> What's that? Uh, and uh, <laughs> so, and uh, in two thousand and one ish, and like I was, uh, this was my first exposure to to Vince Vaughn, and I was like, he's doing good in this. So, yeah, and um, I think he does a good job. He does, he does good with this role. Honestly, I think they all do okay with this movie. <laughs> they, they do. I mean, for I mean, I think they all do okay the with it. I, yeah. Yeah, at the time that I watched this movie, I was a teenager, yes, like a young, like like 12, 13 maybe. And I was like blown away because I was like the dark brooding kid with like problems and also closeted gay. <laughs> and this movie like spoke to me on levels. I was like, we got fashion. We got queer things. Uh, we're going to get into we the got, fashion later, but I have some shit on this because it's really fucking cool. 
Yeah. So long story short, we're just going to bridge this bullshit right now. So um, the the serial killer goes into a like psychotic, a schizophrenic coma, like whenever he's about to be caught. And there's a girl trapped in a cell that's slowly filling with water. So the clock is ticking. So they um, get the inside scoop on this whole like going into Jennifer Lopez going into the mind of a person. Yes. And they're like, this is our last shot to save this girl who's probably going to die if we don't do anything. Because the only person who knows where she is, is in a coma forever. So um, uh, Jennifer Lopez reluctantly obliges them for their ask and goes into the mind of Vincent D'Onofrio. And it is spooky. It is fashion. John, it, it is. is fashion. Is it fashion? <laughs> it is, fa- is it fashion? It is fashion. <laughs> is it fashion? <laughs> All I need for you is to burp at this moment. I can't. I don't have it. I don't have it. And this would have been the perfect (laughs) time for me to burp. (laughs) Uh, If you know, you know. If you know, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Peppermint. Come Come on. on, Not the movie Peppermint. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) so, um, and then so she gets into hijinks and scariness and actions, but. Vincent Dinoff, but she gets lost in there at some point. She does. She starts getting lost in the killer's mind. She thinks it's real. She thinks it's real. And uh, she uh, sort of becomes uh, the, yeah, so so, like anyway, so Vince Vaughn has to go into the mind because there's conveniently a third station to do so. There's a third suit. It was a third suit. And uh, and then he goes into the mind and saves uh, Jennifer Lopez um and uh who who does not want to leave at this point in time because she wants to save the the innocent little boy version of the killer who uh, um because of uh, trauma and abuse in his childhood has become the monster which by the way if you have not watched this movie i'm gonna tell you all right now like trigger warning for real the abuse is actually really bad i forgot how bad it was especially watching 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 this again as a full on adult, and I've seen this movie like several times, but it's been a very long time for me. John, I saw it in 2000. It's been 22 years since I've watched this movie. Yeah, but just watching this, it's like this is a very earnest movie. It's um, and so there are some things that are in the setup that um that whenever it gets to like the traumatizing dark stuff that inside of his mind, like, so she, Jennifer Lopez witnesses all of this really, um, really horrible abuse. These little vignettes of the terrible abuse, uh, to this child by his dad. And, um, and we sort of just get like an introspective look into like why he why is he's a the monster. Dude, he is. And he is a monster. <clears throat> yeah. But I think it has there. I think we just can talk about the themes here we because like, I think, we hammer on the themes in this in this moment, the sequence where she's like privy to his uh, private personal life that nobody knows she about is. as a child. And like, so well, he kind of lets her get- see it, though. He's like, this is. Yeah. And and uh, at one point he does hide her during the abuse. He's like, hide, get out yeah. of here. So we're, we have like this sort of dueling banjos between like the the young, innocent kid who's being terribly abused in this in the killer subconscious who's helping her out. Who is um, the young through. killer, though? Just so you all know, there, it, there's a right, different, there's right. a layers. <clears throat> this is like an yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, and it's I think whenever the movie really excels, whenever she's in the mind of the killer, I agree. Like, 
That's whenever I fully things agree. They do. They spend so much time uh, setting it up like how we did right now today. We did. <laughs> 27 <laughs> minutes in. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, they um, they do a lot of exposition up front in the real world. So much going on, which is necessary but i'm like girl you, you could have spent a lot longer inside the mind I would have l- in my opinion i yeah. agree and who knows maybe they did spend more time in it and we didn't get to see and that had to cut it i'm sure there's stuff on the cutting Which room floor sucks for because sure. let me tell you john once they go into the killer's mind yes it honestly it looks like 2000s but also it works but they do it a good job works it, it works. It works. It's a, the only time that the effects like pulled me out it was whenever Vince Vaughn was going in and we cut to like a screensaver style like CG. Yeah, it was animation like like all the colors flying at the screen and stuff. There's like this like undulating worm looking thing and it looks like a screensaver. I'm like, why are we even doing yeah. this today? <laughs> like, do we is it necessary? Um, but then it cuts to like. I mean, yeah, a lot of it was practical. It was oh, honestly, John, some of those sets, yeah. though. Very cool. The set yeah. work. And we'll get into that. Let me have you finish. I'll have you finish. Sorry. I think oh, yeah, I kind of the, the themes of it. No, the, the themes of it was like uh, the torture themes. It's like there is definitely like a queer element to it. Um, the yeah. Yeah. So like the dad like discovers him like playing with dolls and clothes and then subsequently burns him with a hot Which iron. Which is really bad. You can yeah. hear it sizzling. Yeah, it's crazy. And um and so and also there's like homophobic slurs in I, there. John, so I was not that, ready that for that. I forgot. I wasn't ready for but I but I think that's what resonated for me as like a as a kid watching it. Cause like um it was like representation and stuff in ways where I'm like, oh, I can totally identify with this moment. Like I wasn't burned with an iron, no. but I but that whole the the idea of not feeling safe in your own home because of who you are and you have to hide who you are and it's not OK and like and stuff like that. But and nor did I evolve into a terrible serial killer. <laughs> I mean, why would you admit it though? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but then, uh, anyway, so, um, but there's so many tiny little details in the really cool, um, inside the mind of the serial killer thing. And what were some that you thought were really nice? Like it's so high fashion, which is also super gay and listen spoke to me. This is what I want to talk to you about the fact. Did we want to did you want to finish the synopsis real quick? No, absolutely not. So, well, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, no. Well, we're almost there actually. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, so like she uh, so anyway, so Jennifer Lopez uh, stays inside the mind. Uh, oh no, she's actually pulled out but but goes but she stays behind uh to save um uh the little the innocent little boy and by pull, by putting the the psychopath into her mind and reversing the feed where she has more control over the environment and she's able to save the day in ways which is a tragic ending where she has to drown the little boy to kill the monster yep. which um sucks. so and it's bummer yeah. but he does he asks her he straight up is like save me yeah, yeah, she like doesn't want to, but she's got also do it. when anyway, she so, rips his and, nipples off, John. I forgot about I loved that. It. And then, but the thing is, is it's like there's a part of it that people, it's it's weirdly it's erotic. 
it, it, there's a lot of queer things about this movie, which I love. But um, so and but while while she's doing that, Vince Vaughn has um, back in the real world, he has pieced it together where he can find this this girl. He does. He saves her from the cell while she is like about to drown. Oh, and die. she is. Ver- she is literally sucking air out of a metal tube. Yeah, and the, there's there's no there's breathing no breathing room, room left. It's, the cell has like, filled wow. completely with water. I was like, how did they film this? Obviously, it's a water tank, and maybe the roof panels can, are like removable. But I'm like, this actress is acting in water. John, I actually ha- can tell you her character, which I believe her name was Julia. Like, I think that's what her name yeah. was. She was cast specifically. The role was supposed to go to someone who knows how to swim, and can be a swimmer and uh the actress like someone who's not gonna die on the job well, here's the thing the actress had claimed that she was a lifeguard and knew how to do all this stuff Ooh, but honey, they said oh no. filming became difficult when they realized that homegirl she can could swim. she can swim she could not go underwater without holding her nose oh no she's somebody who has to plug her nose because she's afraid the water's gonna go in but here's the thing. That's a bad, that's a bad. That, if you're a lifeguard, I mean, you know, to breathe out of your nose first and it prevents water from coming in. Oh, well, I was you a, lifeguard, a lifeguard. So, you know, I was this. a lifeguard for Is six summers. John, I would breathe out of my nose and I would never worry about getting water in it. You oh, my gosh, because I, I have dabbled in in like swimming as um, the sport. Um, and I have to have one of those little nose clippy things, I've, but that's a great hot tip. If I ever, I've start never doing it had to worry about it. I would breathe out of my nose just enough. As soon as I got in the water, I would breathe out so it wouldn't go up, but it makes so sense. It a seal. I'll tell you, it does make sense to wear one of those things, but the actress did make it difficult to film because while <laughs> she may have been a lifeguard, which I call bullshit. I yeah, think she lied I mean, on that resume. Girl, oh, duh. Of, course. of course she would. Yeah. I, Good yeah, for her, though, because John, I th- I'm not going to lie to you. I think that her acting was the best in this movie. <laughs> Me too. Right. Did you clock uh, like, that? Uh, she had the best acting. Right. Because they all each character has a an emotional beat where they have to like where it's like they're they have an emotional climax. And it, it happens was the best. At, it happens in in sequence and it's like Jennifer Lopez has just killed the boy. She comes out from uh, her sleep and she's like alone um, in in her like um, workroom, I guess. And she's and she's covering her face. And this is something I noticed, which is um, I have to give credit to the editors because um, she this moment is like a breakdown moment for Jennifer Lopez, but it's done with her face covered and she's supposed to be crying and you hear not her crying. You hear a pre-lap audio of this of of Julie, Julie Hicks, I believe the character's name is of of her crying. Did you catch that? Because I clocked that shit. I'm like, oh, my God, I thought this entire time that this was like a really good acting of Jennifer Lopez, like because you could just hear her her like kind of like whimper crying, but it's actually a prelap because it cuts to um, Vince Vaughn cradling the, yes. the victim girl who he just saved. And she's, and it's her she's voice. Bawling. She, whoever the actress is, I wish I remembered her name. I should have looked it up, but she did the um, best oh, it's, in the movie. Yeah. Her name is do, 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 do one second. Doing the things her name, her character name is Julia Hickson and it's paired, uh, played by Tara Subkoff. 
She did a great job. She did a great yeah, job. I would have loved to have seen her in more stuff in the future because she yeah she she's a she's a working actress. She's been around for it was a while. Believable. But nothing, not a lot of um a lead stuff. But well, okay, that's cool. So oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what happened? <coughs> I'm drowning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I went down the wrong John, path. That happens but anyway, to me so all they the saved time. the day. I hate it. It happens to me all the time, at least once a week. I'm choking on my own saliva. <clears throat> yeah, me too. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that's the end of the movie. They saved her. She's and, saved. Uh, yeah, Saved. Totally Which is a great saved. movie, by the way. Saved. We should talk about that one. Saved was a good movie, yeah. With um, Macaulay with, uh, Culkin. What's her face? Macaulay with Culkin. What's her face? Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I think, uh, yeah, this movie was, I think, very serviceable as a blockbuster. It was um, $33 million, $35 million to make, and they made back... Um, they made a lot of a hundred. They grossed a hundred and four million dollars worldwide. They made a lot of money. Yeah. And think about that in and the two thousands. Like literally for inflation, <clears throat> imagine how much that is. I know, right? That's back whenever gas was like two dollars. It wasn't even two thirty. It was less in two thousand. <laughs> it was like who even knows what it was then? But I mean, if you really want to consider, that's so much money. Yeah, and it's a lot. And who knows? So th- this like solidified her as like an actress. Um, also just like a major movie star because I feel like before this, she wasn't. She she was like a side character in a few things. Like she was known, but this was like her thing. So obviously, when people think of her, okay. So Jennifer Lopez. Was also in Anaconda. Please don't forget. Um, oh right, but yeah, but um, she was like starring alongside people. She was, but she was also <clears throat> the lead. So she's yeah, it's true. But oh, it would be argued that Ice Cube was a co-lead. Ice Cube was a co-lead. Because they lead. They led the movie, movie together. Yeah, because he actually saves her and saves the day at the end. He does. But I will tell you this, which is also a thing in this movie too. Vince Vaughn, a co-lead, saves the day, sa- saves her. It's, it's a damsel in distress thing that Hollywood loves. It's kind of like also a signifier of like misogyny. Kind of because they're I like, she a... can't say her. Do you see this? <clears throat> you can see this. I do I'm, see I'm this. showing John a pimple on my neck. Um, and that is how <laughs> I felt about Anaconda. Um, that's, yeah. that's where that comes in. But Jennifer Lopez was like, I'm not doing another yeah. horror movie because she was afraid of becoming a scream queen. Just oh, FYI, wow. after Anaconda well, and the became, Cell. I, I would argue that um, her most horrific movies came after The Cell. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Uh, yes, also hilarious. <laughs> by the way. Um, yeah, Monster in Law, we did that one Which, too. Which, by the way, is our very most popular episode. <laughs> I'm not sure if yeah. people love the movie or they just want to hear people shit on it. Um, and when yeah, I said yeah. shit, I said that with a S C H I T T because I don't swear. <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so but what do you? So I think, but the directing is is great. I thought the directing, I, think, was, I okay, yes. Let's get into the story's obvious. They didn't. They didn't. 
I kind of appreciate not being bogged down in like the logic of how everything like how the science worked. Like, cause, cause it's, it's not going to give it to you. No, it's not. But the things that actually, okay. The things that actually should make sense don't make sense. Basically the time frame from when the serial killer homeboy, yeah, when he goes into his coma, which by the way, I want to tell you that schizophrenic, um, first, I think that's an overplayed overused trope. They're like schizophrenia mm-hmm. is going to create a sk- serial killer. That's not true. Um, That's the, uh, no, serial killers are oftentimes just narcissistic. But this wi- so the <laughs> so the condition that they pegged him with pegged. I don't you love that pegging? Oh, I love don't a good pegging. pegging. Also, queer thing, queer thing. <laughs> so, um, Waylon's schizophrenia is not real. They made it up for the, the movie. I knew they it. made it I up for the it. movie. Just because I knew it because like, it was like listening to a pathological liar. Explain well, it's that so me. stupid because honestly, that's where it starts breaking down for me. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. like, first off, schizophrenia is not <laughs> I don't know. I don't have it. I don't know much about it, but I don't it's think it's going to by a virus. No, it's not. And also, I don't believe it's going to make you fall into a forever coma. OK. Yeah, I lo- I loved the line. Awesome. Whenever like they were like, so when? How long is he in the coma? And then the doctor's just like shrugs, and he's like, forever. Yeah. He's so. That's exactly he how is he says so it. He's so nonchalant. He's he's like so forever. nonchalant. It's like the actor was like this. Like the actor was like self aware of like how ridiculous that line he's is. Like, this sucks. He was like, there's no other way I can actually present this line. So yeah. what bothers me is a. That's fine. You can make shit up. It's not real. You can't go in people's brains. This isn't a virtual reality. That's that's the same turning point of a, that's like the catalyst of the whole movie is this doctor, this little cameo spot where he's like explaining the house down. And then he was just like, he's like, look, there's like nothing I could do. And if there was anything that I could, you know me, he says, you know me, John. If there's anything that I could ever do. And then he just stops mid sentence. And he's like, Light bulb. Well, maybe light bulb. And then, and then then they rush him to this whole facility. And you want to know what? I'm so glad you brought that up because this also is where I was like, wow, this is a wet paper because (laughs) how the hell did they get him to that hospital in, in no joke. It felt like 10 minutes. Yeah. And like, they were like, and they had, they had to spend hours and hours like analyzing him and doing things at a, at a normal hospital. And there was only 40 hours from the time the woman was entered. 36, honey. Oh, 36 hours from the time. Now you tell me he's in the hospital. He's in a coma. They do all these tests. How many hours do you think disappeared? Um, a day. So they are now (laughs) left with how many hours is that? I feel 12? like they spend a grand total of three hour in a, of three hours in his brain before that thing fills up with water. Now, I know <laughs> visually the movie is great, but yeah. as far as this movie holding water, it's not the cell that Julia is in. Because right, because that is air. T- it is <laughs> not holding water. It, no. The, okay. Outside I, I love of that, you are drawing those parallels. John, outside of her being <laughs> in her head, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I could leave it. I don't. I uh-huh. don't care. I. I. Yeah. Right. The. And I feel like that's like the the director knew that. I felt I just like didn't care. Like, yeah. Yeah. This director. But, um, can you tell me? Okay. 
I want to know whether or not, and this is just maybe. Well, can I say that the timing of this movie uh, came out in 2000, which is like a year or a year and change after the matrix. So this is, this is very much in trend of the matrix in that you're plugging into a different reality. So there's that. And also that there's comparable, it's basically silence of the lambs meets Um, the matrix. So uh, because Silence of the Lambs, Jodie Foster's character has to Uh get in the the mind of the serial killer, get into the mind of the serial killer. um, uh, But also the the clock is ticking on another victim kick in the bucket. And there is a personal investment in in making sure that that doesn't happen. Um, So I love Silence of the Lambs, though. Honestly, talk about a masterpiece. Honestly, Yeah. But also there's a in. Uh, but Silence of the Lambs at the time of its release came under intense scrutiny from uh, the LGBTQIA plus community because of it was like a demonization of uh, trans and queer people. OK, and I understand. I totally get that. Like I, I do, too. And I understand that with this movie with Vincent D'Onofrio, too, but because he's he's very like BDSM and like sadomasochistic in in his in very like kink. But it's also like. Uh, like that is like um, a demonizing element to his personality saying it's like almost like painting that as like bad and evil. You know what it I mean? It was of the time, but I will say this. I do. Okay. So I understand the outrage, but only, only. Yeah. Like I can put it into perspective. I can put it into perspective, but also can we all not forget that there are gay serial killers? It, yeah. They, listen, Two just came to they mind. They exist. <laughs> it's not a demonizing thing. It's like, right. I don't believe in a but sense I, at the time fighting yeah. for rights and trying to get this. It creates well, this. Well, this was like, I mean, with Science of the Lambs, it's a huge timing issue yes. because it was like early 90s yes. and it was like, they were still feeling the effects of the, the AIDS yes. epidemic. And it's like they did not need that at no. the time. They did not. They did not need straight white people seeing uh, Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs uh, chase after a serial killer who happens to actually. It's a it's a note, not trans. No, but um, but um, yeah, but 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 the, but the public would perceive Buffalo Bill as a trans person. You know what oh. I mean? Even though, even though there's like a one line where Hannibal Lecter is like, he's not trans. Like he's, he doesn't know what he is. Which, and that, at that point it would be non-binary, which wasn't a word people used, but that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't create. Yeah. So I I get it. That's another episode. It is another episode. (laughs) We're kind of like, we digress. This one had a lot, this one had a lot. This one, this one was like way more explicitly like queer and kink. You it really I mean? was in, in the, in the cell. I mean, he yeah. also did not kidnap these women and rape them. He killed them only. <clears throat> and for some reason he masturbated over their bodies, which, um, there's a, there's also a line that explains it away, um, where, and it's linked to the, the memory that Jennifer Lopez sees of him playing with dolls. Yes. He loves so the doll. He, the, that's why he bleaches <clears throat> them. Yeah. So he turns them into dolls because he, loves to play with dolls and like the dolls have um that female feminine beauty that he so longed to have as i believe the 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 explanation but could not or had intense shame of um actually expressing yes so it's like repressed um 
gender identity, essentially. Which I thought was kind of cool. So that's why. Or maybe not even gender identity. It could just be like femme. Well, that's why when I said yesterday, um, when I texted you and I said this movie, when I watched it the first time, I just remember it being a horror movie. And I remember it for the graphic elements. But watching it now, I kind of see. And I love that they had. Um, I love that they had the kid actor in the mind because it actually makes you kind of feel bad for this person, even though he's yeah, sitting here I mean, like for real murdering people. You feel bad for him. You at the feel end of the day, bad because you're like, like, when you see, when you see how this child grew up and the abuse and all of these different things, he wasn't be able to become who he needed to be. It created a monster, yeah. essentially. Right. But then on the um, other side of that coin is uh, Vince Vaughn's character who uh, implies that he has suffered as much abuse uh, or even more abuse than Vincent D'Onofrio's character. And he grew up to be a crime fighter. Yes, but also so he's like and you get you get a little bit of more of a whiff of that, which I I don't think this is based off of any kind of intellectual property like a book or anything. So it kind of I give props to the the writer on his originality and also the subtle details that you catch. But uh, they just don't hit impactfully because it's kind of like crowded with like amazing imagery because it's whenever Vincent D'Onofrio goes into the mind and he gets captured by Vincent D'Onofrio's character who's in full drag. Oh, like Vincent D'Onofrio is in full. We're talking costumes after this gold. Like gold, there's there's rhinestones. It's it's crazy, and he's torturing Vincent D'Onofrio by like Vince you know Vaughn. cranking out his his oh yeah Vince Vaughn yeah he's being he's being tortured. But there's that's a, a real torture right device. That. By the way, that's that's actually a real device that was used. Man, people are fucked up. It was Humans, truly used before. Humanity. That torture device humanity, is actually please. a real thing. That is crazy. Uh Did you look that up? Uh, I did because I was like, but the thing is, is like, even without having to look it up, it makes sense. We made an Iron Maiden. Okay. People are disgusting. People are fucked up. That torture device (laughs) is actually one of the worst things I can imagine. We're like humanity was human. People are like humanity's faltering. I'm like, we faltered a long time ago. Uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so like, but yeah, costumes. Let's just talk costumes okay. because this is a costume drama. Eiko Ishioka <laughs> is the yes. costume designer. Eiki, she's passed away now, unfortunately. But did, did she? Did she do Dracula? Bram Stoker's. Because they because used their they yeah. reused those costumes from Bram Stoker's, and they're the yeah. same costumes, not remakes. They. Are oh, the wow. same costumes used rented it out from Bram Stoker's, <laughs> and I was like, "Girl, those costumes look familiar." And I was like, "Twizzlers, Twizzlers pull and pill." <laughs> and I was like, "It's basically like subliminally, like in the theater, it's like yeah, the yeah, yeah. sand calling to yeah. you." You're like, "I gotta go get some I red said, uh, I said, uh, "Beef jerky sticks," <laughs> because. But I'll tell you, I think it's so cool. Now, Eiko Ishioka is a brilliant designer. She did so much. She didn't just do costuming. Okay. That reminded me of that. I'm so glad you confirmed it right now because she, all of the, she was, she was responsible 
for every costume in this movie, there was another person. I think her name was uh, April Napier off the top of my head that I'm trying to remember. Mm -hmm. April Napier. She probably she probably did the jeans and spaghetti. She, honestly, she may have. <laughs> she, she did the yeah. blouse and the skirt. Uh, the blouse. Yeah, and the, she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dress her in, in booty shorts. So, you can do so that. I'll tell you this. The cool thing about Aiko is she made every single costume uncomfortable for Jennifer Lopez to wear because she's Thank supposed God. to be tortured. Nope, because her character's supposed to be tortured. So she made it yeah. so that everything she wore had an element. I bet Jennifer Lopez hated it. I bet she hated John, it. She looked. And it reads on camera, by the way. She looked so freaking good when. So good in that collar. Dude. We're talking about the collar. Okay. I'm not kidding. Every costume. But when she came. Okay. First, when she's that evil, when she has succumbed to the brain, the mind. And she has the black yeah, she hair. Has that and black the, with the with the red ombre. Yeah. John. In the pigtail. She. Yeah looked incredible at uh, that costume. And, then, and that's, that's the look, that's the look that's on the poster. And can I also tell you my favorite scene in this movie, which I think you had brought up, you're like uh, earlier, some elements about what I thought were so beautiful. Okay. When homeboy is coming out of the water, when they're now in Jennifer Lopez's brain. Okay. And yeah. she is basically uh, the mother Mary and that pool, John, when he comes yeah. out, he's wearing that Cape. That snake cape, the scale. I'm cape. getting goosebumps yeah. because I, I forgot how beautiful some of the scenes in this movie are. And when he is coming out of that water in that snake cape, that's just, I can't even and put it, to words. Also more drag because he reveals into another he look, does. which is like, which is like this. It's, it's no top, but it, the top is, is, are these, um, is, is a bar that's attached to his nipples. Um, and that gold bar is, let me tell you, that's good. Sh I thought it was hot. I could see Aquaria wearing that, but I, I thought it was very hot. I, it's I've never looked at it. He doesn't look the same in person, by the way. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if I saw Vincent D'Onofrio at the movie theater and he was wearing like nipple Honestly, clamps? Honestly, could you, the next time you see him, could you tell him? Yeah. Could you just tell him? But so, yeah, the, I mean, but I just, I, I think the, the, the kink themes that resonate through, um, also the themes of the movie. And I think it's a great costume choice. Like, obviously she knows how to tell how to supplement the story and further the storytelling through the costumes, even the, regardless of how extravagant they are, they, they are rooted in the story. They make that sense. Have been, because he, um, the, the serial killer, he, he suspends himself in real life on, on rings, which is a real yes, thing. People do suspend themselves. Um, yeah. So he's into suspension. And so that, that the, the nipple bar in the very end is, um, is a nod to yes. that. And so it's like, it's just, there's a lot of genius in this movie in the visuals. The visuals are stunning. And they, to me, yeah. they still, even though some of it's a little whack at times, but that's because it's old oh, but 2000. The, the fashion holds up. Like, I mean, fashion can easily be dated 20 years. John, the costume like, design is incredible. That mm -hmm. I, it can't, I don't, just like you said, it yeah. holds. It's it completely holds up. It's like huge statement pieces. And also I loved like Vincent D'Onofrio's, um, his like regal 
king queen character where yes. it's like the big fashion. He has like this giant collar. It's all gold layered. And he has this, he has this very like subtle prosthetic of like an upside down nostril on his forehead. It's a prosthetic. And I'm like, and it's like, and it's surrounded by stones and rhinestones. Why did I like, not catch that? I'm like, they, I'm like, good for you guys. Do you want to know? Good for you. And I, I love the, what really creeped me out. Although I think the most memorable part of this, um, and which is also night was nightmare fuel for me as a 12 year old was whenever, um, uh, they're in that big water room and the kid starts backing away yes. from them. And, and then it cuts to Vincent D'Onofrio doing a handstand in a darkened yes. corner that he flips out of and takes them yep. away. I'm like, that is, I mean, the choice of that is, is, is genius for I'm me. So, it's like uh, that. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's the creature in the corner. It's just bizarre that he's upside down and just like the choices of the mannerisms and he like hop skips and jumps to him. Like Vincent D'Onofrio played like five different characters, basically. Oh, he did. But also I want to say this too. And I don't know if a lot of this was CGI or not, but if it was not Mm. the rooms that they go into, if that was part, if that was built, if those areas that they go Um, into. Oh, they're hybrids. They, they had blue screen and, and practical set. Because some of those rooms, I'm like, these are very, very cool. The art direction. It's so cool. It, this is like an, this was like the art director's peak. It's, it's truly opinion. so cool. Like visually yeah. the movie. Ugh, I love it. Um, but also, so let's get into awards a little bit um, because I feel like we've spanned the gamut like this movie and the, the critics agree that like it's it's almost like polarizing in your own brain. Like it, there's. That's it's really bad in some elements, but then it's like really soars and is genius in other levels. It truly and like is. that's that's sort of like even whenever there was a bad review that I was reading, like they they were like, but like yes, yes, this is what's wrong with it. However, there's never like, just gonna be a flat, like the whole thing is terrible. Yeah, and I think that's what makes the cell unique is that it's that sensation of like, I'm sort of watching like a lackluster Hollywood movie, but at the same time, I'm definitely watching this crazy this piece of piece. art that holds up, you know, it's, Oops, I, um, I so do this know. Was I actually totally nominated. It. So this was nominated for an Academy award. Did you know that? Or what was it? It was, um, best. Makeup. I was going to say, I think it was the makeup. I mean, it should have been wardrobe. It should have been wardrobe. Opinion. Why the makeup? Um, well, I mean, like she is, her makeup does look really good. Her makeup <laughs> looks incredible. And and so does Vincent D'Onofrio is wearing a lot of makeup as well. And like his looks are really, are we really talking good. makeup too? Because like whenever she's, whenever she tears that bar off of him and it rips, rips his nipples off, that's, that's makeup. makeup. That's because yeah. that's very mm-hmm. gruesome. And also John, that threw me the first time I saw it, I grossed out. Um, I, I, love I forgot that, about it. I am a sucker for body gore. Like, you know, me. Oh, I know. Oh, you I, know me. I, <laughs> I love, I love like a Sato. Yeah. Right, you, you know, know me. me. If there was anything that I could. <laughs> um, so like, <laughs> call that back, line. But anyway, Ugh. yeah, I like, I, the, the kink factor of this movie really spoke to me and really soared. I think I do. I do love the kink elements in it. Yeah, it's it's 
right on. But even to the bodybuilder. Oh, I completely forgot about her. Yeah, I completely forgot about her. And I just She's watched a scary it. movie. She is. Oh uh-huh. my god! It's the one Gym with the t-shirt. balls, the, where the <laughs> <laughs> which is problematic. Also hilarious, though. Uh, yeah, that movie was crazy. <laughs> How did they even get the money to make that those fucking movies? It's so I weird. But <laughs> no they're, idea. They're hilarious, though. We should watch White Chicks. Honestly, at some point, we're gonna be watching White Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, um, so out of. Uh, uh, 10 out of, um, what, what would, what would you rate okay. it? Out of so out of Travis, um, let's see out of 10 nipple clamps, um, <laughs> out of 10 nipple clamps, I'm probably going to rate this movie and okay. I really, I really shat on the last movie we watched. I gave it one star and I still stand. Yeah, you were, you were not happy. With I still that. stand by it because there wasn't really a whole lot for it. Now yeah, it was really bad. Really, really this bad. movie, while it has its while it has its own problems, it's stunning to look at, and I really appreciate the effort they put into it. So, plot holes aside, and um, mediocre acting aside, I'm gonna give this movie about. I think I want to give it. John, I'm sitting between like a six and a half and a seven. Yeah, it's very hard because like I agree with you. I'm going to give it a six and a half. I'm going to give it a six and a half nipple clamps. So there's like five. So there's five nipples. So there's six nipples completely covered in clamps. And the other one, like that's it. Like they're just not tight enough. So there's six and a half nipples covered. (laughs) Right. Like I, I fully agree. And I get the conflict in your mind, which is like, like, yes, the story full of holes, very thin. Um, this is Jennifer Lawrence's vehicle. Um, well, it could and be Jennifer Lawrence's if they remake it. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez's but, um, vehicle. D- Lopez. I was thinking J-Law. But, like, but uh, so, um, yeah, like it's she. I mean, she could have brought the tears. She could have brought. She could have showed up to set with these her days. own tears bottled. I kind of wish. Yeah, right, like on a yeah. necklace, and like like she could have. She could have brought some acting chops to this and really gone there. But that's my problem with Jennifer Lor- Lo- Lopez. Lopez. <laughs> Lopez <laughs> is like she's so lackluster in all of her roles that I'm just like, God damn it. You're so beautiful. And like, you have qualities to you on screen, but whenever it comes to those major emotional beats, you're just mumbling your way through it, girl. It didn't like, mm -mm. and that's the problem for me. I'm like this movie. I can always forgive like, like the story to like, just tell me to take a leap of faith and don't ask any questions. Mm-hmm. Fine. Whatever. I'm into sci-fi like, but it's whenever it's not rooted in like a genuinely good performance because Vince Vaughn doing great. Vincent D'Onofrio. Amazing. He did a great job. But whenever it cuts to Jennifer Lopez, like 
I'm just very disappointed. She had she like, had moments that I was like, okay, she, it's fine. But then you catch her slipping. Her major crying moment is her whimpering after she kills the kid, but it's not even her audio. It's the one that we cut to and it's the girl <laughs> crying in the cell. And I'm like, okay, good on the editors for fixing that. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have just watched JLo roll over on her side and cover her yeah, face. Which she did. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but it has, this movie has a huge redeeming qualities and we are running out of time. So, but, so I was, yeah. so I am conflicted. I want to, like, if it wasn't so amazing and genius and in the clothes, the makeup, the directing, the visuals, the originality of the core concept, um, uh, I, I would I would have given it a two, but since it has all that big visual redemption, yeah. it's a seven. The visual redemption for real. This movie had the makings of a 10, but because of like two big things, Jennifer Lopez's performance and um, a very thin storyline, yeah. like um, then. Yeah, so it's a seven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick. So I'm right there with you. I'm going to stick with my six and a half because it was either that mm-hmm. or a seven. And I'm like. Yeah, but you want to know how big of a nerd I am? I do know for a fact, and I realized this that in 2001, as a 12 and 13 year old, that you, the, the visual element of like the apparatus that brings them into the other mind um, that, uh, it, where they're like suspending oh, yeah. from from strings. Very cool for 2000, right? Uh, uh, Very cool. Yeah. But have you ever read a little book called Coma from uh, 1970 something? I sure haven't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Same. You know, people are people are in comas in this movie. Did you know? Oh, that? Yes, of course. Yeah, so comas are a big thing. There's like two people in lifelong comas. Did you know that in this movie? Oh, oh yes, 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 of course. <laughs> yeah, and and the visual of them being suspended in suits that look like musculature. Oh yeah, same. Um, same as, as the oh. book, and also the movie that was adapted from that wow. coma. So they just said, yeah, yeah. Look it up. Uh, Hot take. Hot take, Wait. guys. Rip off of the movie coma. <laughs> Wait, okay. I'm going to look it up. But now I want to <laughs> okay, know, cool. since we gave our reviews, can you please tell us, um, can you please tell us a review that you have? Yes. Yes. Everybody, please dial in, call in. and Let uh, us know. Have you watched this movie? Everyone's seen this movie. John, what about the tomato, Rotten Tomatoes review? Oh, uh yeah, yeah. The the tomato, the tomatometer, if you will, is um a do do do. Oh my god, why is this happening to me? Why? Okay, the cell, the cell. It is uh. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this out. Okay. Anyway, it's forty five percent tomatometer. Mm. Yeah, I just, just mm. and the the audience score was fifty seven percent. So people people think this is a really bad movie. I think it's, but it's saved by so much visual, visual stunningness. So I think right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. overall, I would say if you have not watched this movie, if you're new here and you've never watched The Cell and you care to watch it, 
The visuals? Yeah. Great. Don't go in it for storyline. Oh, this is a perfect one before we sign off. So the critics consensus on RottenTomatoes.com.co.uk is The Cell offers disturbing, stunning eye candy, but its visual pleasures are no match for a confused storyline that undermines the movie's inventive aesthetic. Perfect. It really is. Summation. It is. That's what it is. That's the feeling. So go for the, go into the movie for that. Yes. And we have run right out of time. We're passionate. We're passionate people about movies. We are. Or I am. I'm, I'm, I'm very much ranty today. Oh, John, that's totally okay. Is that yeah, all right? It's 100% okay. all right. Is that why people tune into podcasts is to listen to people talk? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But with that, everybody, um, next, next week, what are we watching, Travis? I haven't figured it out yet, but we're going to find out. Okay, but can we watch the birds? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh wait, no. What was the thing that you haven't seen that you mentioned earlier? Parasite. Parasite. Do you want to watch Parasite? I have not watched Parasite. If it's streaming, by the way, everyone. It's on Hulu. It's streaming. Oh, I don't have Hulu. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> all right. So would it, would everybody like to listen to our password exchange? Oh, um, John's going to give me all the info and we're not going to let you hear it. So if you guys want to like, comment, subscribe, please do. Um, do it. We have an email. You can email us your suggestions at uh, meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. Let us know if you want us to watch a movie. Uh, and we're not sure what we're watching. It's either going to be The Birds or Parasite. And I'm going to just... Uh, yeah, we're going to wing we're it. We're going to wing it. You'll birds. Tune in next when week. When we wing it with birds. For, yeah, winging it with birds. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess we're going to have to see you at the movies. Roll the credits. Slut. Slut.